Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross, Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Hi, folks. This is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon in Las Vegas, and we are at it again. Yes, we are. Live from the office. Yes, we're here from the friendly confines of Las Vegas plastic <laughs> surgery over on Fort Apache Road in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, And today's a special day. We're actually um, – it's uh, election day. Uh, That's here, right. Here uh, in Las Vegas and across the uh, – the country, and by the time this uh, airs, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll know who's won and uh, and all that. And it it is very very uh, important. Um, we uh, work with uh, the Clark County Medical Society, Medical Association, uh, and those organizations work with the Nevada Legislature a lot uh, because there's always bills that come up which directly impact our patients. And so we want to go ahead and, and advocate best we can. Uh, for the patients. So again, if, if you are a patient, and guess what? We all are a patient at, at some point, point another, in, yes. in our life <laughs> uh, or our loved one. Uh, Either by choice or by necessity. Right, 100%. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, by all means, um, you know that's a, a good place to try to get some information or help uh, advocate, uh, especially at the Nevada State Medical Association uh, level. So yeah, so if you have a, an interest in that or uh, in legislation medical wise that might pertain to you or your family member uh yeah no well please ask questions please contact us because uh because uh, all that stuff is really important yeah that's the thing i think with elections there's a lot of ramifications beyond just the obvious immediate stuff so it's all important to participate i think that's whatever side you might be on right so yeah no absolutely get informed uh vote and then after that uh, be informed and keep uh, these folks uh, accountable and um, especially talk to your, if you're a constituent, uh, talk to your, um, especially in the state house, uh, talk to your legislature because they make decisions that actually really do impact you, uh, both especially on the state level, but also on the national level uh, as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, they're out there spending your money. So it's okay to kind of tell them, <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, wh where you where you want it, what your priorities are. Uh, priorities are. That's so. exactly right. Yeah. Um, so Las Vegas, there is a lot happening these days in Las Vegas. We have the Las Vegas Raiders, and then we also have uh, boxing, which we're personally tied into in some way. Yep. Um, we actually have a big fight this weekend. We do. So yeah. so yes, we have. All, there's always something going on in Las Vegas, as you know, uh, whether it's um, Formula One, which is going to be right. absolutely spectacular. And uh, Las Vegas is that town that if you can dream it, you can do it. And that's not just a slogan. It is, is oh, okay, you want us to block off the entire town and have race cars go 120 miles an hour around here, pin turns. Sure. Yeah, we do that. Which they've actually been doing because they're filming commercials. That, that's oh, been happening it's this spectacular. past uh, week. They're, they're doing Brodies. Do they still call them Brodies? <laughs> Multi-million dollar cars right. uh, are doing what the NASCAR guys love. They love coming and doing that and spinning around. Doing in the middle donuts, of the in the middle of the yeah, donuts in the middle of the strip. Yeah. With, you know, with these F1 cars. It's preposterous and- and we're all for it. Well, Vegas is sort of built on preposterous. <laughs> we're all for it. And then F1 just went ahead and took a big uh, chunk of land over there on uh, Harmon, uh, which uh, used to be a place called the kind Drink. Kind of off the strip. The Drink, a little bit off the strip. Uh, but they're going to, that's going to, their paddocks are going to be there and have uh, uh, experiences for the fans and all that sort of stuff. So that's going to be phenomenal. And they're already renting out penthouses for 60 grand. <laughs> I and saw not, that. It's just <laughs> craziness. So, but Las Vegas will pull it off. I mean, we have 150,000 rooms. That's right, 150,000 rooms here right. in uh, in Vegas. So we can we can pull that off. 
Um, and, so we have, that's, and we have NASCAR. And we have NASCAR, which we love, and, and they they're great. We have the rodeo, which we love. Uh, the Cowboys are great. Love those guys. And then uh, we have the the world champion aces. That's the first uh, professional here in Las Vegas uh, right. that uh, we have a world championship with. We were national champions with UNLV uh, running rebels um, basketball. That was about thirty years ago. Uh, was, yeah, that was a long time. <laughs> but we're we're still we're still we're still working on that. Uh, and then of course the Raiders. Um, you know we have a two billion dollar uh, stadium, and uh, guess what? It's working because uh, the. The people are coming. They're enjoying themselves. It's the highest price ticket in the league, yeah. uh, and uh, it's it's really it's been a hoot as far as that it goes. There's rumors afoot, as you and I talked about. Um, we have a AAA uh, team here in Las Vegas with a beautiful ballpark. Uh, they're also thinking of moving the uh, Oakland A's. Yeah, they're working uh, on it. here, and yeah. so there's a few spots that they're thinking of putting them, um, and so that's going to be. Really interesting uh, as well. Uh, we have soccer. They've always been talking about that. We have indoor lacrosse now. Uh, that's coming up. For many years, pro sports teams were were just wasn't going to happen in Vegas. No, there because was, of the I guess because of the right. gambling. Oh yeah. So there there there's you know all of that, and so all of a sudden we've really become uh, you know quite the uh, quite the sports town. Uh, and then of course the Golden Knights, uh, the hockey team, which really started uh, the the major league um, uh, level here. So. All of a sudden, we become a sports town. Yeah, it's and, exciting. Uh, but to answer your, to your point is is yeah, no. For years and years, none of the major leagues uh, would have anything to do with Vegas because of the connotation. And what I think that they found is that we take that seriously. So it's kind of like our Wall Street. I mean, these guys and you've seen them, the day traders, or the guys on Wall Street. Anytime somebody hiccups with any stock, they know about it immediately. And right. the same thing can really be said for the folks that are setting the lines here in Las Vegas. They and the now in the information age, they they have so much information and they put this through the computers. And boy, I tell you, I don't know how they do it, but they come up with the lines that fall yeah, almost perfect. <laughs> and especially the half points. I mean, my dad has lost I I don't know how many on a half point and drove him bananas for <laughs> decades, decades. Uh, and so, yeah, no, they're really, really good at it. And, and so they've, they've I, the national organizations, the major league organizations, I think have uh, finally said, hey, no, these guys are for real and they take this seriously and this is their major industry. And um, and I think that they've been impressed by the level by which that they that, that things are monitored. Right. And it's not hard to get fans to come to Vegas. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, yeah. that's another part of the story. It's, that's all, well, yeah. And Vegas has always been known for, oh, hey, what's going to attract you? Whether it's uh, great entertainment, whether it's great spectacle, whether that's a fight, whatever the case may be. Okay, well, let's fly out here. Right. The you know, It's not going to snow here most of the time. It's a great airport. We get a million people, uh, basically a million people through the airport every weekend, which it's now it's still setting more and more records. The the food is terrific. The accommodation is terrific. The nightlife terrific. Uh, yeah, that the one thing that that's our one industry. So we do that really, really well. And, and we built a place so that folks... You know, my Chicago people, my East Coast people, when it's February and it's minus 10, right. uh, come out of Las Vegas. You want to get out of Green Bay. Oh, all <laughs> of it. You know, God bless them. I don't know how they do it. I and uh, I did that for 11 years and God bless them. Uh, if I never have to shovel the snow again, that'll be cool with me. But, and again, I, I, yeah, I sound soft, but those guys are, they're, they're, yeah, I don't know how they do it. 
uh, New England winners. Um, but having said that, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, give them an excuse to come out to Vegas and see their favorite team, and you know, run around a little bit, and and you know, and they those are the ones that are in shorts in February. <laughs> uh, you can tell them a mile away, and they're having a bl- and they're having a blast, and and that's yeah, and that's why we built it. Uh, and uh, by all by all means, uh, but to your point is boxing. Yeah, so boxing has really been synonymous with Las Vegas, especially during the uh, fights uh, in Caesar's Palace. Yeah, we all grew up with Ali oh, and Frazier so, and all those all guys. The, uh, all those guys. Um, uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler and uh, Chavez. Tyson, Tyson lives here. Uh, Tyson and Sugar Ray Leonard and, and all those guys. Uh, and especially when they were at Caesars in the parking lot. And again, hey, yeah, let's put a boxing ring in the parking lot. Okay, let's put Formula One. Uh, and this happened in the 80s uh, in the parking lot at Caesars Palace before they built the forum shops. Okay, you know, let, let's do it. And so that this is just continue on a theme. So, so, and there's big fights and there's little fights. There's uh, stuff that is, you know, 18,000 people. There's stuff that's in Dallas Stadium, which is 65,000 people. There's stuff uh, in... Uh, England and London, English was 96,000 people. Yeah, we, we, we both were at the Fury fight. So, yes. And yeah. so, so yeah, boxing is uh, is thriving. Uh, and so the fight uh, coming up at uh, the Palms, which is one of my favorite properties, and uh, at the Pearl at the Palms, which is one of my favorite places, there's not a bad seat in the house. And it's really, it's kind of an intimate setting, so you can really sort of hear and feel what's going on. And these guys hit hard. And uh, it's one of those places that's really not a bad seat in the house. And Top rank uh, is is really kind of gone out of their way to not overprice it. They they scale it, and 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 Bob Aram and and the folks over there are, are cognizant of not everybody can pay a thousand dollars for a right. seat, exactly. but you want the fight fan that follows along and, that, loyal, and that reads. You want them to have a price point that they can get in there, have dinner, have a couple beers with their buddy, and 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 have a good night. And, and so that's. And that's important. They also they give tickets to veterans and et cetera, et cetera. So they 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 try to reward the the loyal fight fan, and then those guys usually in gals, uh, plenty of uh, gals at the fights now too. Yeah. Uh, and they're and a lot of them are really well educated about the. Those history. are some of the best fights I've actually seen. Uh, and well, and or that, and just the spectators, but yeah. But right. having having said that. Uh, that one fight that we saw, at, yeah, with uh, Michaela and uh, Hamadouche. Yeah. That was unbelievable. That was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Nobody yeah. blocked a punch. Everybody, and it was two minute rounds. They'll, they'll fix that and all. But having said that, is, is yeah, they got into the center ring. And they they could have had that. It, truly, they could have had it in a phone booth, and and they just beat the t- out of each other. Right. Uh, and I'm just like, holy smokes! And uh, yeah, they're both. Michaela Meyer was actually an Olympic Olympic team. Oh yeah, American. Yeah. And Ahmadouche, I think, is French. French. Yeah. yeah. And she was tough as nails. Tough. Tough. So I was just like, holy smokes! I mean, you know, just haymakers. And I'm just like, wow. So yeah, you get treated to to that, and and especially these sort of fights, uh, you see a lot of folks that are like, you know. 10 and 2, you know they're going to be something. They're on their way up. Or you have two guys that are like 10 and 2, and they want that next kind of big fight. So it can be very, very uh, exciting. And so that's coming up. Um, yeah, this week, it's fight week. Oh, God. So when, you, when you're – because you're often ringside for these fights here. and Well, not only in Vegas, but um, you've kind of done those all over the world. Um, when you're ringside as a doctor, I know you've been known to sew up some of the fighters. Yep. Um, so talk a little bit about the medicine or the sports medicine aspect of that. Sure. So, well, all these guys, they're professional athletes. They usually hire uh, folks nowadays. I, and I was talking to to Bob about this a while ago, trying to compare 
the modern techniques versus the old techniques, you know, because he's been around since literally Ali. That was his yeah. first fight. And all of those guys, Ravello, he's one of the legendary. All that kind of stuff. Oh, and uh, he's 90, well, 90 years old now. And, uh, and he says, oh, no, the training is better and the food is better. And I mean, you know, back the safety in- Safety is better. Safety is better. Yeah, they've, they've, all of that. I mean, still, it's a brutal sport. It's a contact sport. And- uh, uh, it, it can be very tough, but having has said that is, is is those things that are achievable uh, now couldn't have been achievable back then, and not because the guys weren't talented, but because the training has gotten better. I mean, you know, the shoes have gotten better, the gloves have gotten better. You know, it's the really diet's a diet. In a lot of ways, better. it's a different sport. So yeah, so so there's that, and there's that history of that that boxing has that's gone on for you know, literally you know hundred years. Uh, now, so all that stuff is better. So to to answer your question is, is these folks are professional athletes. They hire folks that um, try to get them in the best physical and mental uh, shape that they can. And so what you're seeing there is really folks that are at the top of their game. And so there's so much preparation and so much that you don't see before they even get to the ring. Uh, and then once they're in the ring, uh, really boxing is a really interesting sport because it's not a team sport. There's nobody right. that has to. There's no mono playing. on mono. Or- it's it, it's <laughs> the most basic of sports. Now you have a corner, and they'll and you have coaches, and they'll tell you, you know, step left, step right, double jab, whatever the case may be. But really, it's it's you, and uh, that to me is is really really very interesting. And you're there in front of thousands of people, you know, uh, in a pair of shorts and a pair of boots and and there's nowhere to hide yeah, and it's, you have to deliver it's all you and and that really is a, is a warrior mindset and those guys are just special and the guys that I've uh, and, and gals that I've uh, taken care of uh, yeah the boxers just want to box they want to fight and they want to earn something for their family or, or send it home or it's for their country but they they they're all heart and these guys um you know they talk money yeah 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 but really it's it's the sport and it's really the heart when you really get down uh get get down to it so what would be the i mean i guess the obvious the obvious boxing kind of injuries that you would deal with as a doctor sure it's well, going to be cut it's going to be sure so now again the guys that you see in the ring are the folks that are specially trained by the Nevada State Athletic Commission and they're the boss they go they go first and the, a lot of those guys are uh trauma docs or ER docs or or um neurosurgeon um so so those guys are specially trained and and my hats off to them because they have to make a decision they have 1 minute to go, between rounds to go ahead and make a decision where the, that and they can fight stop continues the fight. and everything else like that so yeah they recommend the uh, to the referee, depending on the state, to stop the fight or not, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, every boxer gets a pre-fight physical and a post-fight physical uh, exam. And uh, they go to the little medical tent and they get an exam. And so at the end of the fight, uh, if the boxer uh, has a cut and they're not going to the hospital, then a guy like me can st- step in and go, hi, so you have a cut. Do you want me to fix that for you? But the athletic commission guys, they're the boss. They always they always go first. And if the fighter goes to the hospital, then of course that algorithm is, is the folks at the hospital the ER uh, will or trauma bay or whatever will go ahead and address the soft tissue stuff. So me, I'm soft tissue management. Uh, but of course, these guys are going to trainers and orthopedic surgeons or hand surgeons or sometimes eye surgeons, God forbid, uh, and ophthalmologists, um, depending on what they're are because again it's an all over sport so any any part can fail whether it's a toe or a, a so when you're watching a fight you, when, when somebody gets hit a certain way are you sitting there as a doctor going oh that's gonna hurt or what's your what's your mental <laughs> yeah it depends it depends on the fight it depends on the fighter uh and 
for example, the the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, uh, getting towards the fourth round, all of a sudden I was noticing Manny was not. He was doing funny with his shoulder. He was he, he wasn't being aggressive. He wasn't pulling his, sh- his shoulder up towards his his elbow up towards his, sh- his head. So I'm like, what's going on with the shoulder? And sure enough, there was a, a shoulder uh, issue. So I'm like, Ugh. Uh, sometimes you can s- see if one guy gets hurt or not, how it might change his stance or his fight. Um, the Pacquiao uh, Hatton uh, fight, uh, I was there, and uh, Pacquiao just clobbered uh, Hatton and. It was one of those things that he was out before he hit the ground. Oh, um, you could just yeah, tell that his brain got overloaded. I, I thought he killed him, and I, w- I was sitting there like, "Oh my God, he just killed him!" And he didn't, thank God. And you know, he started moving, and they got him out, and all right. that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, no, but I've seen fighters that uh, eventually did wind up with uh, bleed on the brain and 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 that sort of thing. And, and you never want to see that. You never you never hope for an injury, uh, right. but you know you hope for a good fight, and they mix it up, and at the end, you know, yeah, they respect I would each say other. That the, the referees are they're very on top of that. I mean, like I've yeah. seen that, you've seen that before too, where they're like they're really watching the kids, and because oftentimes they are very young. Yeah, they 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 have, and and that's a lot better than it used to be. The training of the referees and uh, and all of that is is much better, and they review the film. They they go over game film. And say, God, I missed. It. And a lot of it's timing. And I'll sit behind. There, I've had occasions where you sit behind the referees are going to go next because there's this this little place and like three of them will sit in a row. And okay, it's my turn, it's your turn. And yeah, like and they're watching the fights <clears throat> ahead of them. Absolutely. And uh, and some of them, you know, all three of them. Once I saw all three of them shake their head, and then all of a sudden I saw all three of them nod their head. I'm like, so yeah. So they very much kind of understand uh, that. But to your point, and the athletic commissions have actually really try to protect the fighter, even from themselves. because, And I say that because back in the day, these fighters would come up and they would fight once a week. You know, right. again, they're sending money home and trying to make a living. Yeah, that's how they're surviving. And, and so so one guy, he would be, you know, the Cisco kid. And the next week, he would be the the Frisco kid. And they're right. like, no, no, no. So they fingerprinted everybody. They ID'd everybody. And, and sometimes after big fights, they give them automatic suspensions so that they can't fight anywhere um, because uh, they have to let the body heal. And, and right. they've they've recognized uh, that, you know, they can, you know, they can train, but they can't, you know, fight. Uh, and so they'll automatically suspend them. And sometimes it gets lost in, in the translation because, okay, well, here's your autom- here's your suspension. Like, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. No, 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 no. You're fine. Yeah, this is just an automatic- to protect you. Right, right. This is just an automatic thing health-wise. So, uh, and then more and more literature comes out about how to train and then the protective equipment to mouthpieces, uh, to boxing gloves, to, uh, to all of that. Like anything else, the sport continues to progress and hopefully we're able to have really good contests, but still at the end of the day, these guys uh, don't have a lot of orthopedic injuries or uh, intracranial injuries as they get older. Right. And that's, I mean, that's because everybody loves a sport, but but you want to, you want them to have a good life. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's important. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. So uh, yeah. And then, you know, and some are better than others and, and, and all that. And there's currently an ongoing study here. At the Lou Ruvo Center uh, for Brain Health, uh, which is um, a subsidiary of the Cleveland Clinic, and they're doing a fighter study. And uh, they bought in, this was years ago, uh, with um, a Senator Harry Reid, who was a boxer himself coming right. in. And they got, uh, the Uf- they got UFC, they got Top Rank. Uh, they got a Golden Boy. Yeah, because UFC is also based here. It based in here in Las Vegas. It truly is fight town. And they wanted to to really see what's going on in a fighter's brain. 
And these fighters that are in the study will go ahead and get their CAT scans and some MRIs and some PET scans and everything else because they want to see longitudinally what happens. And at some point, there may be, we don't know because people are variable, there may be something that they see on you know, an X-ray or PET scan or whatever the case may be and just go, hey, you might want to stop. Right. Or maybe at some point, they just put a limit on how right. many fights you Right. So yeah. So and that's been that's been controversial for forever because sure. fighters want to fight. Yeah. Of course. And so they have plateau. some of those same studies uh, as well. We were talking about football, but this is some of the same studies for brain injury with long term for football players. Sure. So yeah. So at least there's consciousness of it. I mean, for years, and I played a contact a contact sport uh, in in college, but for years, like ah, oh, it's a stinger. Ah, oh, it's a concussion. Ah, uh, walk it off. But it's oh. cumulative. But yeah. But you know, over the years, and and especially not at my level, but but at you know D one levels and professional levels. Contact sports, these guys hid hard. Yeah. And um, even the, the allegedly non-contact sports, basketball, these guys are getting beat up on every play. Well, and often by the time we see them as professional level sports people, they've been actually participating since they were little kids. Yeah. So it's that it's that years and years of concussions, years and yeah, years of- cumulative uh, of uh, injury. Right. Yeah. And uh, especially in, in boxing, because like you identified is a lot of folks, you know, come up uh, from socioeconomic stuff, which may not be the best, may not be the best nutrition, may not be the best right. uh, um, equipment, may not Health be the care. best. Uh, yeah, and, and for a while, well, you get higher and higher up on the ranks, and then you find yourself with the best trainers and with the best food and with everything else that we that we have identified. Right. So, yeah, so it's it the el- the evolution of that is really interesting. And but what I see more and more is people trying to protect. Uh, the brain and trying to protect the body for long-term use. Still have a great contest. Still have you know uh, uh, you know something that's entertaining. Right. But at the end of the day, you're able to you know go ahead and be 20, 30, 40 years down the line, right. and still be able to you know get yeah. Because we've all you know like Lyle Alzado is one that comes to mind. These guys that have participated, and Ali, of course, and then many years later they sort of suffered the ramifications of. So we don't want that for anybody, of course. So yeah, so even Tommy Hearns, and he's great. I love Tommy. He's he's great, yeah. uh, and he shows up to fights and stuff. And you talk to him, and uh, you know you're talking to him, and then he'll kind of look at you and he says, "Well, he says I'm sorry if I'm talking a little slow. You know, I, I got hit in the head a lot." And I'm like Tommy, and he's like, "No, no, but it's true." He says, "And I know, and yeah. I get it." You know, so, but he's he's one of the one of the guys I really like uh, yeah. in box. You've actually, and I was going to say because who, who are some of the the well known. I mean, you know a lot of sports folks, but who are some of the ones that really stand out that you've met along the way? Some of you've become friends with. I know Manny is a friend. Yeah. So, oh, there's there's a, a lot. The the boxers, I, of course. Uh, you know, I have a soft spot for uh, because I see how they train and I see what they go through and I see you know, all of that. And a lot of it's not glamorous. You know, getting up at four in the morning to go ahead and run five miles uh, before you have breakfast. You know, and before you start. You're training, and your training's hard, and you don't know if you're going to make any money, right? And and just yeah, and that's yeah, and that's when you're you know running in Chuck Taylors and, and that sort of thing. So I see the struggle in, in such of these guys, uh, and now gals uh, have have come up and, and come through. Uh, so yeah, some of my f- favorite guys: uh, Diaz, Margarito, uh, was uh, um, 
an interesting cat, uh, Kodo. These are all, and this is all public knowledge. Uh, and uh, a Wilder, um, all those, they're all, they were all interesting in their own way. Right. Some of them, uh, Jorge Arce was hilarious. Uh, Nonito Darner, uh, love, uh, love him. He's a good guy, and and uh, and all that. So most of these guys, and I have a little different relationship with them because, yeah, I don't want or need anything from them, right. and I'm there to help them. You know what I mean? And so they they look at me a little different. Uh, which is fine. And, and they let their guard down with me a little bit so I can kind of, I get to see uh, a little bit. And so mo most of these guys are really, really great guys. Um, and then there are athletes that uh, recognize greatness. Uh, uh, Barkley, for example, uh, who's the running back for for the Giants. Uh, his uncle was uh, uh, the Blade. Uh, Barkley, oh. and uh, and that's that's really uh, interesting. Um, uh, another friend is uh, um, uh, Jacobs, uh, who used to uh, be the running back for again the New York uh, Giants, and uh, he grew up boxing, and uh, and for and he had to decide whether he wanted. Yeah, to. many of those guys, some of them had been playing baseball and football. They had to decide. They had to decide. <laughs> uh, it, it's yeah, I I think Jacobs I, I absolutely could have been heavyweight champion of the world, but he decided to. Uh, and we talked about this and he talked about, uh, he says, he says, but you know, they offered me college education. So right. I, I can go play in the, give me a college They And NFL had like, you know, money and contracts right. and, 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 you know, endorsement deals and stuff like that. And he says, so, so that's, you know, kind of how he, he chose uh, that path. So, so it was really sort of interesting to kind of hear, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, great guy, uh, met him a, a couple of times, super nice, a super nice man. Um, Duran, there's a ton of, you know, yeah, Duran, Duran stories and everything else. And they're all true. Uh, and it's interesting too, because, you know, the money, like talking about scholarships, all that kind of thing, the money has changed. Oh, I mean, even pro football, when, when I was a kid, it was nowhere near the amounts. Now you're having these guys getting signed for 50 million. I think Waller just got 51 or 50 million for three years. Oh, it's the money is it's just crazy. Yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's absolutely. So you're going to play as long as you can through the injuries and through the, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's you know preposterous. You see some you know old films. I mean, the first Super Bowl, the the picture of the quarterback and um, uh, drinking a Coke, you know, uh, you know, and, and having a cigarette, you know, during the you know, the first. It it just it, it it's mind boggling. And then, uh, but again, the equipment, and everything else was was different back then. I was talking to a couple of kids on the schoolyard about basketball. I said, yeah, I said, you know, the basketball used to have laces in it. I said we they used to play with Chuck Taylors, you know. Yeah. It just it's. Preposterous. Or the, the football pads used to be these huge things. Now it's like these little small, tiny. It's yeah, craziness. So so things evolve and things get better. And like you said, helmets get better and equipment gets better. And even in lacrosse, which I I played in college, which was it's a phenomenal sport. There's actually a pro lacrosse team that just came to Vegas. <laughs> the Desert Dogs, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And, uh, and and those those games are a lot of fun. And then the PLL with. Uh, uh, with Rabel and his brother, uh, yeah. it's it, it's really interesting. There's so many sports now, uh, but yeah, no. So we're having a professional lacrosse team in town, which I'm, I'm thrilled uh, to have as well. But but they've really gone out of the way uh, to protect the head. I mean, stuff that we used to get away with, and, right? Uh, is no because that's actually a pretty dangerous any, game <laughs> any, anymore. Uh, yeah, and so helmets have gotten better, and the rules have gotten better, and they and so that they've they've gone out of the way to really kind of protect the 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 participant which is which is a good thing what's your advice actually since we're on this topic advice to parents um with with young athletes and what would be your your as a doctor what would be the some of the really important points well the the thing is 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 one is is do they like doing it 
You know what I mean? So, uh, nothing, nothing worse than the, the dad or mom on the sidelines screaming at the kid, et cetera, et cetera. And we've all, we've all seen we've that. All we've, all, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Some of us may have done it. So, exactly. uh, so okay. Um, so, yeah, but, uh, that's one. Uh, two is, remember, it's a game. And we see that. We see that, and I'll speak for lacrosse a second. We we see that in lacrosse, these these guys um, are doing you know spring ball and then fall ball and then summer and then da da da. And a lot of the lacrosse coaches are like, well, you know that's great, except but hey, can you play a different sport? Let me see if you're an athlete. And the other thing too is is well, you have to have the grades up as well. And then right. three is is and this is kind of a wake up call is is and, and the numbers may be wrong. Please call in and correct me. But um, there may be you know 25 guys on a D1 lacrosse team, Hopkins or Cornell, whoever you like, and um, there's 12 scholarships. Right. So now what? You know what I mean? Right. And so now does the coach split scholarships? Well, yeah, okay. But guess what? You know, tuition at a private institution, 65 grand. Yeah, it's crazy. So, okay, so now you got to pay 30 grand to play. the. So a lot of these these moms and dads are like, oh, well, he'll go D1 and get a college scholarship. But the, the chances of that are very, very, very small. So you have to really balance that out. And, and I think – some of these kids are, you know, getting injured more often because they're, you know, playing so much. Right. And so sometimes you gotta can't get wrapped up in in all of that and showcases and and send and film out and all that. Well, you don't. And the thing is, you don't want to have an adult injury with a young child that's going to be with them the rest of their life if you can avoid it. Yeah. So obviously, like protecting your head, taking common, you know, obvious precautions. Um, I guess, I mean, I would think concussion would be like one of the really common injuries for football, for... Sure. So football, lacrosse, you know... Soccer. Uh, 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 yeah. So, and again, uh, all of these things have recently really gone away to try to protect uh, the kids. Even the NFL is trying to trickle that down. Right. Uh, yeah, and they had the helmet protectors <clears throat> this year for yeah. So, so yeah, so to try to trickle that down and then uh, not leading with your head into the guy's chest anymore and how to properly tackle and... Um, and again, speaking for lacrosse, youth lacrosse is to be a coach. You, they just don't give you a whistle. You have to take a course and you have to take a test and you have to actually, you know, qualify. And, and they they go over that sort of stuff uh, and some first aid and some sports medicine and, and all that. So so I think that the organizations have, I like to think, stepped up and continue to need to, need to step up to try to make the kids safe. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's super important. I guess ultimately they may come to you for a nose job or well, there's <laughs> to that. repair some of the damage. Yeah, so yeah, we we get we get that every once in a while. We get or the, the yeah, scars. We get the broken nose or or yeah, the fighters when they're done finally finally, and a lot of them will have incisions and scars around the lateral orbital rim because around the eye. Yeah, around the uh, the eye, and so sometimes you'll go ahead and and you clean it up a little bit uh, uh, for them, and so so there's there's that in boxing. It's 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 a strange thing because anything can happen, and you know we've both seen it. Two guys throw a punch and they both hit each other's hand. You know, which is <laughs> right. it, it, it's you know or maybe their hip. Or, or you, you know, see these good looking. I, I call them kids. They're not kids, but you see these good looking guys and women getting beat. You're like. Oh, ouch, you know, but, but they chose to do it. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So, and it's, it's part and parcel of, um, of the game uh, and, and the sport. And so, you know, when I usually show up, you know, I'm not a surprise, you know what I mean? Right. And they're just like, hi, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and, um, and, and I have to tell you, it, it's, uh, and they're usually, and it's, it's nice. It's usually very thankful. And we, there was one, oh gosh, it was here in Vegas. It was years ago. And, 
it was, I don't know if you would, it was MMA, but it was in a ring and, and, uh, and basically it was kind of the, it was kind of the, tri- the triple A of, uh, leagues. And, and so these guys would come back and these, these guys just getting clobbered. Uh, and I'd be in the back sewing and sewing and sewing. And, uh, they would say, wow, you're, you're really a plastic surgeon. I'm like, yeah. He's like, man. He said, because they're on the circuit, right? They go to, you know, places right. from all over. And I said, we usually get some like, some hack, <laughs> you know, some you know, some other some other guy, and, and blah, blah, blah. I said, no, you know, we're we're gonna wash it out. I'm gonna give you antibiotics, and we're gonna stitch yeah. it up, and, and everything else. And they they're usually you know very very thankful, but but they know that that it's it's really part parcel of the sport. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna get injured if you're in boxing. Yeah, you it's just, just a matter of <laughs> it's just a, it's just a matter of time, and it may not be in front of uh, eighteen thousand people. It's sparring. Right. It, it may yep. be you know doing something wacky in the gym. Stuff happens. And if you're around sports, you know, long enough, yeah, somebody will be sparring and break a rib. You're like, freaking really? You know? Yeah, it and happens all the time. Happens all the yeah. time. Or they tear something or who knows what. So it's a tough way to make a living. Absolutely. And if anybody actually, we should say, if anybody has questions about that kind of thing, you know, please feel free to contact us. And just in quest- medical questions in general related to plastic surgery, that kind of thing, because that is a very, listen, all these injuries, the orbital injuries, the nose, broken nose, all that kind of stuff is very common with sports sure. participation. Oh, of course. No, we've, some of the, some of the craziest stuff I saw is, uh, is soccer. Cause these two guys, right. the ball's flying in the air and they're running full tilt and, yep. each, and they don't see each other and smack. And they both, they both lay themselves out. I've seen that in, you know, in various uh, levels. Yeah. Uh, soccer can be pretty, pretty brutal. So, uh, <laughs> softball, uh, those, gals throw hard and they hit hard and that ball comes back fast and uh so yeah so i've seen a few you know facial injuries etc et with uh, with that and i'm very happy that the protections for those folks are better they're they're making them wear face masks uh on a baseball diamond and softball diamond and and that sort of thing so right. and um, and and so i'm i'm happy to see that and and it's going to evolve and and now at least we're actually looking at that and we're getting good data right. and so hopefully we'll be data driven and science driven and get the best practices yeah we want people to participate and have a great time but also be safe yeah, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. be able to walk away. Oh, I had a great time, but you know, I could still do calculus, you know, exactly. and I could still, you know, and you know, do my job and still and get your scholarship and complete your scholarship. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely, and then and then get out there and do things. Absolutely. Um, how can people find you if they have questions? Sure, and all that stuff. So uh, the the cornerstone is uh, the uh, website, uh, which is www.jjrothmd.com, jjrothmd.com. Uh, and then we have lots of social media, meaning that we have uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube uh, channel uh, and all of that. And um, so by all means, if you have a question or if you have a um, idea for the show, uh, by all means, call us uh, or uh, let us know and we'll be happy to go ahead and get that on for you. Yeah. And all those links are in the podcast description. And please like, follow and subscribe. We're available, obviously, on Apple Podcasts and all other major outlets. And we appreciate you taking a moment of your time to listen to what we're having to say. Absolutely. Thank you guys so very, very much. Uh, this has been really spectacular. We've been getting lots of really good feedback and want to bring more towards you. So again, anything uh, we can do, uh, let us know. And thanks again. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.